I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 248 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest to bring you guys today. Robert Peterson is a contemporary artist. Art collectors across the globe seek him out to purchase his paintings. He is crushing the world of art. Robert Peterson will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. I know that many of you dads out there have children who are interested in art, whether that be drawing or painting or any other form. It is definitely one of the fun things to do with your kids when you first become a dad. It really brings you back to your own coloring book days using the crayons and the markers. But I know that with the technology has come a whole new wave of art. It's amazing to see what people can do using a computer to generate art. But there's still nothing better than an original painting or a hand-drawn picture. I, of course, I used to love watching Bob Ross as a kid. I would sit there and watch him paint just this incredible picture while telling a little story to go along with it. I never knew where he was going with the painting, and it always looked like a mess. And then eventually it would turn into, you know, a tree or a lake or a forest or something like that. He used those crazy colors like Van Dyke brown and titanium white. And you can always watch watch them now on YouTube. I've done that with my kids. I've been able to show them uh, some of the old Bob Ross videos and they really enjoy it. So if your kids are looking to become an artist and make a living with some paint and a canvas, I hope you find a little value in today's podcast. Tomorrow on the show, we are going back to the gridiron. Former All-Pro NFL center Nick Hardwick will be here. And Friday, we have another Frogman Friday edition of the show here with former Navy SEAL and best-selling author Tom Shea, who will be stopping by. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. I cannot say thank you enough to all of you listeners out there for all your support and encouragement. My listenership has been growing rapidly, so I'd like to welcome all of you new listeners out there. If you have a second, I would really appreciate it if you could hit me with a rating or a review on iTunes. It really goes a long way to help me out. And if you'd like to rock some First Class Fatherhood merchandise, hit the store up there for hats, t-shirts, and more. The link is in the description of today and every podcast episode. All right, so let's go, dads. Please make sure you are telling every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list about the show that is celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with artist Robert Peterson. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, First Class Fatherhood is being brought to you today by Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They sent me their lawnmower 2.0, and I wish they had something like this years ago. I can't tell you how many times I've nicked my nuggets in the shower while shaving, and you definitely don't want to be using the same razor on your face that you're using down there on the two amigos. The lawnmower 2.0 is an electric trimmer with skin-safe technology. It's waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. So let's go, dads. Right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are getting 20% off their entire order, plus free shipping by using the promo code FATHER. Go to manscaped.com, enter the promo code FATHER at the checkout, save 20% off, and get free shipping. Manscaped.com, promo code FATHER. All right, joining me now is a first-class father. His raw and spontaneous abstract portraits are sought out by art collectors and fans worldwide. His art is a favorite among celebrities, including Floyd Mayweather, Sean Diddy Combs, Kevin Durant, and many others. It is so cool for me to say, Robert Peterson, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
All right, let's start here. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? I have three. They're 14, 16, and 19. Wow, okay, yeah, you're right in the thick of it. I got four myself. They're uh, 13, 12, 8, and 5, so I'm a little bit behind you here. What type of uh, sports or activities are they all into? Um, my daughter, who's 14, she's in cheer. Uh, my son, my middle child, he's 16. He plays basketball for high school. And then my oldest son is actually, uh, he just um, swore in to join the Navy, so he, he shifts out to boot camp in January. Wow, okay, I'm sure that's, uh, you know, a proud moment and a nervous one as well. Definitely. All right, Robert, if you could, just take a minute here to kind of hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Okay, well, I'm a contemporary artist. I'm based out of Oklahoma City, or Lawton, Oklahoma. Um, basically, I, I began painting in 2012. In 2013, I did my very first show in Soho, New York. And since then, I've gone to uh, show, sell, and have my work collected in more than 26, 26 countries around the world. I'm represented by eight different galleries across the U.S., and one of them being um, one outside of the U.S. in, in Australia. Um, actually, I, and, and I've got one of the galleries that represents me out of uh, out of California. They actually are opening up a gallery in Paris. I'm supposed to be doing a show out there, so by 2020, I'll have uh, representation in Paris as well. Basically, that's about it. I'm a husband, I'm a father, um, man of God, and, and an artist. Yeah, very cool. I, I, I've seen, you know, some of your painting, some of your work. It's just really incredible. And, um, uh, Robert, how did, how did the experience of becoming a dad kind of change your – how old were you when you first became a dad, and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Um, my wife and I, we both found out we were pregnant um, at the, around the age of 18. Um, my son was born when I was 19, my oldest son, Caleb. Um, it, it changed everything about, about life. Um, every, every, I mean, from the, from the first time I heard his heartbeat, I think, um, how I looked at life was different. I had a, a greater appreciation for life and, and I actually had purpose now. It, it slowed me down. My wife and I, when we found out we were pregnant, I, the desire to go out to the club just kind of vanished on its own. Um, our kids are, we're, we try to be as active as possible in our kids' lives. Um, in every area of their lives, from school to their social to, to their, their spiritual and, and physical. Uh, we try to be active and involved and, and try to pay attention to who they are because we want to raise successful um, people. Yeah, very cool and very well said. Uh, do, do any of your kids, do they show any interest in art? Uh, my oldest, he, he's, a, he's a pretty good artist, but he's, he's not quite uh, focused. Which is one of the reasons why we're we're super excited about him joining the Navy. He made that decision on his own. Um, there's no telling what the future holds for him. I didn't start I didn't start creating until I was 31. That's when I picked up the paintbrush for the first time in my life. So I mean, there's no telling what he'll do. He definitely has a great hand. Uh, he draws absolutely amazing. Definitely better. He he he's able to draw. His line work is better than my line work was when I was 18, uh, 18 and 19 years old. Um, like I said, he's he's you know he's 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 the guy that he loves to go to the gym, um, loves to be on his phone, uh, you know, and just kind of veg out. He's not really one to you know stay committed and and do a whole lot of of drawing or painting. I mean, to be an artist and and to have that be how you provide for your family, you have to you know dedicate um, just much if not even more hours 
um, in front of a canvas as you would if you were to work, you know, a nine to five. I mean, there's like just for today, for instance, I got up at three fifteen. I've been painting on and off. Um, still, like I just stopped to take my daughter to cheer, um, and then I'll be painting again throughout the night. I probably won't finish until probably close to midnight. Um, I don't think that that's something really he sees himself doing, but like I said, there's no telling. I mean, he may do it after he gets out of the military, and that'll be something else that we support. You know, we plan on supporting our kids until we take our final breath. Yeah, well, that's very well said. And, and I know that technology has kind of changed so many industries, the way that they, they do things. I know the art world has been included in that. Uh, well, what are some of the biggest, uh, you know, changes in art, you know, since you started? Do, does technology come into play at all for you, or is everything just uh, – uh, old school painting uh, and canvas. Um, I'm, I'm I use my cell phone um, and Photoshop quite a bit. To uh, I have I have several photo uh, photographers that I use. I have a photographer here in Lawton, Oklahoma, named William Johnson, who I use mainly. Then I have uh, another guy down in Miami who's who's brilliant. He's he's probably one of the best photographers that I've ever seen. Um, I just picked up a new photographer down in Dallas, and so what I do is I'll have them shoot. I, I Usually I'll get an idea, and depending on, because all the photographers, they shoot, you know, in their own way. Um, and so I kind of have an idea, and I'd be like, okay, well, this photographer would, would do the best at capturing this. And so I'll tell them my ideas, they'll capture it, they send it to me, and then usually I'll take it into Photoshop, um, tweak it a little bit, and then send it to my, my email and open it up on my cell phone. And then usually from my cell phone is where I stand in front of my canvas, stretch it out, sketch it out, and then begin um, painting it and, and uh, watch it evolve. But, I mean, I think, I think that technology, especially social media, has allowed me personally um, the, the ability to be able to reach, you know, hundreds of thousands of people um, a lot of a lot of my shows with galleries and trade shows have come through connections I've made through um, both Instagram and Facebook. So I mean I'm grateful for you know how, adva how advanced everything is right now and, and looking forward to where it goes. Yeah, it really is incredible. Where and I know that it's not the same uh, you know to look at art uh, you know on the phone or on social media as it is to see it in right. person. But but just to have the capability to showcase you know your talent, your product, your pieces. Uh, to so right. many people, it, it really is incredible. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that um, I did Art Basel uh, the year before last. Um, Art Basel Miami, I've done five out of the last seven years. But last year, I actually um, rented my own my own booth. Um, I kind of skipped the the whole going with the gallery, and and what what it allowed me to do is I actually set up camera and uh, provided a way for my my followers and my collectors that that couldn't make it down to Miami to be a part of the show um, through you know live on both Facebook and and Instagram. So that was that was absolutely amazing and it was fun and you know I think that it allowed people to connect in a way that you know before you know technology, social media, stuff like that they couldn't. So you're basically having two art shows and so uh, you know. It, it's helping the culture to grow. All right, Dad. The NFL season is now upon us, and the Major League Baseball season is winding down. There is no better time to take your kids to the ball game, and First Class Fatherhood listeners can save $20 off their tickets on SeatGeek.com by using my promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS. 
Maybe you want to see a concert or a Broadway show. Save 20 bucks on the tickets on SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code FIRSTCLASS. It's a slam dunk deal, dads. SeatGeek.com, promo code FIRSTCLASS. Fatherhood is the best seat in the house. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, it's incredible, Robert, when when you look back at some of these, uh, you know, older pieces that have been done, like the uh, Apophysis of Washington and the the ceiling of the Capitol. And, I mean, I've never seen the Sistine Chapel paintings or any of those. Uh, Is is there any one piece that you've seen that really blows you away, like from the past, or that you've seen where you're like, wow, this this is just incredible how they did this? Well, I mean, my wife and I, um, we try to take our kids to, to travel to see different shows in different cities, different states or whatever. And this past summer, uh, we actually there, – there were two pieces that I seen. Um, this summer I seen one, and I don't know who the artist was, but there was a piece from 15 uh, – the year 1514. And to me, that that's just absolutely amazing to see something um, that still looks so beautiful that was created, you know, uh, over 400 years ago. Um, and and it and it and it's neat to know that something that I create because I've already got gallery representation and collectors um, that are um, in position to donate their works to the museums and stuff like that. And so my works will be, you know, in museums and collections four or five hundred years from now. I think that's you know kind of it. It was that it was uh it was just neat to see. Um, as far as any other pieces, I mean, any time that I can see, like, an Andy Warhol or a, a, a Jean-Michel Basquiat piece um, in person, because those are those are people who I look up to, um, you know, I'm always, I'm always kind of, you know, a fan of those, of those works, and, and it's, it, it kind of puts you in a fan moment, you know, because I'm not that, I'm not really a, a person who, who's easily moved, Um and those move me, you know, every time I every time I get a chance to see one of those in person. Yeah, very cool. And what about, Robert, what kind of advice do you have for parents out there whose kids do want to pursue art and make an artist uh, their career? Or what is the best route or what kind of advice could you give parents on what they could, how they could steer these kids? My, my advice to them is to listen to the kids and find out, are they interested in, in drawing? Are they interested in, in coloring? Are they interested in painting? Are they interested in... And street art and whatever it is that their their kid is interested in, kind of kind of back them and support them. You know, uh, you don't necessarily have to be a starving artist anymore, especially with social media. And so support your kids. I mean, I've got a I've got a young a young friend. I call him my I call him my little brother. His name is Skyler Gray. He's a he's an artist, nineteen year old artist outside of Los Angeles. Um, and this kid, this kid is making a killing and a, and a, and a huge name for himself um, within the art world. He's got pieces that are selling um, from as low as five thousand dollars that I know of, all the way up to sixty thousand um, dollars. And he's nineteen years old, and and he he's doing it because he has a, 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 an amazing father. His dad is is a, is a brilliant man who I I I respect and I admire because. The love that he has for his son and and the support that he has for his son has allowed his son to actually live out his dreams. He actually, um, at 19, is the first artist to ever, you know, collaborate with Lamborghini. Um, and so, I mean, that's 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 something that, you know, if you get behind your kids and you back your kids, there's no telling, you know, what your kids can do. You know, um, you know, I, I I just hope that you know, with the support that I give our kids that they, I mean, they're already on the path to doing the things that they want to do, that they will reach their full potential 
and they will, you know, do the things that they want. My daughter, she wants to be a pediatric surgeon. My, my middle son, he wants to, uh, you know, go to school to, to study law. Uh, his, his B plan is to, of course, play basketball for the NBA. Uh, his A plan is to go to school, study law, and become a, a, a sports, uh, an athletic lawyer, a lawyer that represents athletes um, in the NBA and NFL and, and stuff like that. Um, and then my oldest son, he's he's huge on on the Navy. He's just gung ho Navy. He wants to go and and, and serve in, and in, in the Army in the military. And uh, you know, I think that he he's going to do an amazing job as well. So whatever it is your kid wants to do, whether it is art or you know it's it, it's cheer, or whatever, or study, you know, to be a doctor, or whatever, you know, you get back behind them, you, you support them, and uh, you know, you encourage them to uh, try new things. Uh, and encourage them to to stick with it even when times do get hard because um, you're always just one step away from success. Yeah, very well said. And I think it is important, you know, especially, you know, we are facing a fatherless crisis in our country, and that's why I think it is so important to have uh, fathers that are involved, like your friend there that you call your little brother, that he has a dad that is involved in his life and backing him on his passions. And I definitely think we could use more of that. I agree with you. Well said. Now, how about the, do you have you done like a a family portrait of your of your family? Does your wife ever get on you and say, "Hey, you're painting all the day"? Yes, did you ever do one of your family? See, uh, no, actually, I've never. I mean, I've done I've done several pictures of my wife. My wife is my muse, um, and I, and I've done a drawing of my my daughter um, back in like 2012, 2013. But uh, what I do is I make sure that each year I give my kids, they get at least one original painting and then one or two orig original uh, Copic marker drawings, and then they get the first print out of any print run that I do. Um, once they move out, they get established, there will be a painting done of them that will go into their personal collection because all of my kids will have, you know, collections of art when they move out of our house. My oldest son, when he moves out, he's going to have Shepard Perry, he's going to have uh, Salvador Dali, he's going to have uh, Vonick, he's going to have, you know, some a, a great collection, including mine. As far as doing um, a family portrait, I haven't done it. Um, any artist that I know that is a portrait artist will tell you one of the hardest things to paint is yourself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I haven't, I haven't, um, I haven't done that. I haven't, I haven't climbed that mountain yet. Okay, I can, I can understand that. Now, what type of uh, – what do you see for the future here for yourself? Well, where do you want this to go? What kind of goals or plans do you have for yourself for the future? Um, I'm continuing just to put in the hard work um, to increase the awareness and the demand and value of my work. I have uh, an amazing home gallery, Patrick Painter and Corporate uh, Gallery out in Los Angeles. Um, right now – uh, he, he, he's putting in some, some, some footwork, the legwork to, you know, get my work up to the status of a Candy Wiley or a Carrie James Marshall or, or, you know, someone of that, that level. Um, so I'm just putting in the work and making sure that my work is, is seen in the right places at the right times, uh, at the right shows and, and, and added to the right collections. Yeah, very cool. Where could my uh, listeners go other than your – obviously, I'm going to put a link to your Instagram account in the description of this podcast, but where else could my listeners go to check out all, all, all your um, all your products, all your creations? I have a Facebook, which is Robert Peterson Art. Uh, Facebook at Robert Peterson Art. Um, that's about it, man. I mean, I, I try I try to keep it, you know, simple. I don't need a whole bunch of different sites or whatever. 
um, because I don't want people to get lost or, or get frustrated trying to see, okay, well, you've got this on this and this on that. So it's easy to just have a few, you know, solid websites that carry my or, or social media pages that, that carry my work um, and it allows people to, you know, be able to reach out to me. I try to respond um, as often as possible um, to as many people as possible. So that's the easiest way to do that by keeping it simple. Yeah, very cool. I like that. And the last thing I want to hit you with here, Robert, I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new father or for that about-to-be dad who's out there listening? For the guy that's about to be a dad, um, especially for the first time, chances are when the baby is born, if you're there, you're going to cry. I cry. I'm my first. Um, and there's there's nothing like it. You know, there's 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 no greater joy um, than being a father. I think it's, it's the 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 best thing that's ever ever happened to me next to um finding my wife and my and my my best friend and partner in life um you know it's it's a learning experience you're going to learn you're going to watch your you're going to teach your child you're going to grow you're going to help your child to grow it's kind of like a, a partnership in life i mean my 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 oldest son Caleb I always credit him for you know turning me into a man and he's my one of my four best friends i've got you know my three best friends which are 19, 16, and 14, and then my wife, of course, you know, so it's, it's, it's pretty cool, man, just, just hang in there, and enjoy the ride, because it's, it's going to be fun. Yeah, very well said, I love the message, uh, this has been a lot of fun for me, I got to say, Robert Peterson, you're a first-class father, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on first-class fatherhood. Thank you so much for this interview, it was amazing, I appreciate you. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Robert Peterson for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to hear your feedback. Lock it in for tomorrow. We go back to the NFL gridiron here. We have former All-Pro NFL center Nick Hardwick stopping by. And Friday, you know it, we got a Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood. Former Navy SEAL and best-selling author Tom Shea will be here with me. His book, Unbreakable, is a must-read. We're going to get into that on Friday. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. Please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers. Your half-truths and tales As tall as a tree's Had us all feeling so